Hi, and welcome back to Listen, You Beautiful Bitch. We're a shady self-help podcast for our younger selves. I'm Hannah. I'm Sandra. I'm Susie. And I'm Katie. And this week, we are asking ourselves, if your five-year-old self suddenly found themselves inhabiting your current body, what would your five-year-old self do? Well, I think I'd initially scream and cry because it's really scary. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a lot taller. I'd see things differently. You know, probably have better, clearer vision because my eyes grew. Not in size, but <laughs> they just got better. In strength. My eyes grew in strength. Don't you wear like <clears throat> negative three and a half contact? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's whatever. Like I don't even remember seeing leaves when I was five. Do you? Yeah. Now I can look outside and see them so clearly. Yeah. yeah but cool. then <laughs> I would go eat some Chef Boyardee ravioli out of a can. Yep. Hell yeah. My mom would say that gives you worms. Like, that's her thing. If you eat anything out of the can, she would be like, ah, you know that's going to give you worms. What does oh, that even mean? mean? Well, I am a worm. <laughs> <laughs> what would y'all do? <laughs> we would love you no matter what. Just <laughs> like, Can someone put Sandra back in her, her human suit now? <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Yeah, no. yeah. It's like a men in black thing. Well, like, that was what I was thinking. Like, hold, hold your skin suit open for you so you could just slither back in and then we pick you up from there. <laughs> Worms. Well, my five-year-old self would eat a ton of ice cream right out of the tub, like one of those big gallon-sized tubs that you get that like your grandparents always had mm-hmm. that's not a brand. I would eat right out of that with a bunch of chocolate sauce and I would admire my tiggle bitties because mm-hmm. did not have those when I was five, but always been a big fan. So. <laughs> Is that like the, um, the big plastic circle tubs you're talking about oh, ice yeah. cream? Yeah, with the red handles. Yeah, my mom always used those to uh, clean the carpet with her resolve. <laughs> like she'd have a little bit of water. She'd save those and then have a little bit of water in the bottom. And It makes sense. They were everywhere in the house being used for resolve. <laughs> Like the spray resolve? Yeah, but I'm confused. She'd get like a brush and like have a little bit of water in her little tub. So she could. Oh, okay. So she was using it like a bucket. Yeah. Okay. For Sorry. And I was thinking she was putting the resolve in the bucket and then just sitting it there. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs> Laura, come on. It probably did sound like that, but no. Uh, well, I would drive right to the grocery store and buy all of the little Debbie Star crunches because I don't let that evil in my house now, but back then. Debbie and I were good friends. Oof. Put a hurting on some little Debbies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'd look down and be like, oh, still no tiggle biggities. <laughs> tiggle biggities? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any of those. Same There's though. the episode title right off the bat. <laughs> look, I had a little catch in my throat, okay? That's from eating all the Oreos. Mm. Oh, through then. Um, similar to those. Shoot, I'd go ham in the candy aisle and probably empty my bank account on the toy aisle like specifically the lego aisle definitely yeah hell yeah i would Awful. stay up really late too and oh yeah yeah so much cartoon all the scary movies oh, yeah. all I, the scary yeah. movies oh my god i would watch scooby-doo until the fucking cows came home yep. never go to bed nope i would learn what my credit card balance is or my whatever my credit limit i'd be like all right <laughs> let's do some fast math here i can buy 
all these Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> I can buy all these little Debbies and all these Barbies and have a fucking party. You can probably call little Debbie and be like, here's Sup, my girl? credit card number. <laughs> this is my credit score. You trying to party? <laughs> See, I wasn't that that strategic as a five-year-old. Yeah, I've been yeah. like, no, I want cartoons and I want ice cream and I don't want to go to bed. That's That is still kind of what I want out of life. So And some yeah. tiggle bitties. And some tiggle bitties. <laughs> I've always been a Katie scheming and I both don't bitch. Have, yeah, so. <laughs> any of those. So, yeah. <laughs> so what was y'all's favorite little Debbie? The Christmas trees. The Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Star Crunch. Yeah. Oh, I'm having a hard time choosing. I know. Honestly, <laughs> I do I like the fluffy butter. white cakes though too. Just mm-hmm. love zebra cakes. Yeah, dipped in milk. And then those like Dunkin' like donut things you could like dip in. The little sticks? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, girl. Or the peanut butter ones also part of those? The little peanut butter chocolate like bar? Or like the Nutty Buddies? The yeah. Nutty Buddies? God, yes. Those are good. See, mine's in between. Have, yeah, this is hard. Like the Swiss cake roll <laughs> or the fudge round. Oh. Yeah, see, at fudge round, oatmeal cream pie. They used to have oh, a peanut butter. Oatmeal cream pie! How did you forget? <laughs> oh my God. <sighs> that was some milk is good. What do they put in there? Crack. It's like all the sugar. sugar. It's just <laughs> sugar and oil and oatmeal. That's literally all so it is. So bad. Diabetes. God, now I want some. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. But they also used to have like peanut butter and jelly oatmeal cream pie type things. What? So like instead Do of- what? Like those little smucker sandwiches yeah. the kids eat these days Except that they I had want. the the oatmeal cream pie crusts with peanut butter and jelly inside. So. Is that like a Dollar General brand or something? No. That was what the hell was this? I, I don't. It was part of my childhood. I remember it vividly. Amazing. Yes, Swiss cake rolls. Those were fancy. Like mm. if we got Swiss cake rolls. Things were real fancy. And then, um, oh god, what was there was one. My mom called them choco gels, but they're like the like moon pies with the cherry gel in the middle. Ooh, are, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. we would put those in the fridge. Mom, me and mom would get them choco gels. We used to have this like German so chocolate treat when I was a kid, and it was like something like Kusian, and it was like like a kiss basically, but it was like this little thin wafer with this giant marshmallow on it, covered in chocolate. Oh God! It was mm. you could just I would just inhale the whole thing. You're that sounds really good in a few right. bites, but yeah. <laughs> well, now it's time to talk about things that have hurt our feelings over the last week. So, who wants to start? I'll start. I lost my keys on fancy dress night. I lost them. First, she lost her phone. My phone was stolen from me. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. I recovered that. <laughs> my keys are gone forever. But that, he was the first person I called. I was like, did you take my phone or my keys? <laughs> no. And he was like, no. And I'm like, will you check your pockets? Because you said you didn't take my phone either. And so I heard him like rustling around. He's like, no, I really don't have your keys. You never found them? No, nope, they're, oh. they're gone, gone. What'd you have on there? Thankfully, just my house key, my car key, and my gym, like my gym pass. So I was able to get the spares for everything and get a new gym pass. And then I just changed out the locks on my front door and got one of the pin pad ones. Smart. So now I don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's good. Because that night, Ashley and I went home, didn't realize I forgot or lost my keys until we were at the front door and the uber had driven off oh no and so i had to crawl in through my kitchen window in my fancy dress no yeah like i like hulked off the fence because we have you know the privacy fence and it's got a deadbolt on the inside so people can't get it so, like i ripped a strip off of the fence in my my well, drunken hulk state. given to see that yeah and then climbed through my kitchen window over the stove and, oh, and let ashley in and the next day 
I realized that my back door had been unlocked the entire time, and I, my dumbass never even checked it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that. Oh no. So, yeah, that's what I'm crying about. No. At least you got everything back though. Like, yeah, I mean, I, had... I'm missing a car key. So no. that's the worst of it. I'll get it. I'm due for a service. So I'll get them to replace it. I'm Sally. But, you know, I made it 30 years before I lost anything huge like that. So shit happens. <laughs> Feeling OK. Feeling OK. Oof. 30 has not been my year. You know what? 30 has not been my year. I went to urgent care. I lost my keys. Can you get a do over? <laughs> 31's coming. Just go back. <laughs> I mean, yeah. last year. It started with me like falling into my own throw up. I do remember that. After <laughs> turning 29. So, well, you know, at least you didn't yeah. fall into your own vomit and thought you broke your shoulder or something. True. Oh, God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's okay. Cool. <laughs> so, what are you crying about, Sandra? <laughs> um, Got an aura migraine today, which really sucked. And that is 100% what I'm crying about. Yeah. So it was so shitty. So everyone feel really bad for me. I feel terrible for you. Um, I decided to listen to Eminem's new album on the treadmill yesterday. (laughs) And I wasn't emotionally prepared for how dark it was. And I started crying while doing Couch to 5K. (laughs) Uh, First, because there's a song that ends with like a really realistic sounding like domestic violence incident. Oh, shit. And I mean, Eminem is like known for that, whatever, but. I feel like a lot of times you can tell that they're acting, but this was like a dad like beating the shit out of his kid, and it just like really upset me. And then the next song ended with just like a mash of like sound clips from like all of the shootings. Oh God! Just like like news clips like over top of each other, like back to back to back to back. So then that upset me. And then today in yoga, uh, Julie decided it was like a good idea to play like. Bonnie Raitt and like Allison no, Krauss no, and no. like Tracy Chapman's Fast Car came on and Are like, you? No, I can't Raitt. I can't listen to that song oh. in a good mood and not cry. Same. <laughs> so cried in yoga and I had to sit next to the creepy dude. Oh no, no names, but I know who you're you talking know, about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you know, just one of them days. He looks like Doc from Back to the Future. You know, oh, God. <laughs> there was you know when we do the thing where we like arms in a t-shape and we throw our legs over to one side and then our face has to go to the other mm-hmm. side did he hold your hand <laughs> no that <laughs> motherfucker had touched me on a kicked him right in the dick uh, but the way his like pants were they were really low on his stomach and they were loose right there oh, and i no. just happened to open my eyes mm-hmm. at the wrong time as he no. was shifting and saw right I didn't see anything, but I saw like the fluff. Oh. And I was just like, Oh my God. Did you do this on purpose? Did you do this on purpose? I can't fucking tell. <laughs> it was like one of those creepy, like, exhibitionists. Oh, Susie, what are you crying about? Um, I don't know. Uh, being very emotional and like overly sensitive lately. And like two weeks ago, I woke up with like a kink in my neck. I guess I must have slept funny. I don't know what happened. It went away. But then yesterday, I went to the park with Corey and his daughter and went down the fucking twisty slide and did something to my neck again. And I was fully reminded that in a month, I will be turning 30. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. I can't go down the twisty slide anymore Mm -hmm. without hurting myself. And I got, like, plastic burn on my ankle. Yeah, no, it was just like, oh, boy. I'm like, oh, God. You got to prepare for this stuff. I'm kind of crying about getting old, sort of. You got to do stretches. Yep. Get your fiber in. Oh, my God, yeah. Are you taking your Metamucil? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) 
daily vitamin let me start taking some like activia <laughs> jesus activia no, yeah. there's a reason been, like, jamie lee looks retarded. so good yes she does <laughs> doesn't she, she does actually beautiful yeah. silver fox mm-hmm. oh yeah just being emotionally <laughs> i'd fuck her dumb i would 10 out of 10 tap that oh yeah <laughs> straight up lesbian cougar style it would happen wow <laughs> she's got a really pretty uh, smile too she does yeah really white I like white, her freaky white friday <laughs> that's a good movie yeah, yeah that was that's a With that's a Lindsay sleeper lohan mm-hmm. yeah. cool well, speaking of lesbian experiences with <laughs> oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Le- this leads right into our topic for today. <laughs> Let me tell you how I found Jesus. <laughs> Between Jamie Lee's legs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jesus made her. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Wowzas. Wowzas. <clears throat> so today's topic <laughs> is all about the thing you're not supposed to talk to your friends about, but we're going to talk about it today is religion and spirituality so this i should say this was a listener request so um kaylin star on instagram requested this one for us so, oh cool kaylin if you're okay. listening we got you girl yeah i mean it's something it's good this is good yeah. it's gonna be a good conversation I'm sorry in advance same <laughs> no it's okay everything's <laughs> we are who we are okay so I guess, you know, when did you first learn about religion? Are you religious or spiritual? Have you ever been? What are our experiences? Go. Go. Okay. Um, I, don't know, I fall somewhere in the middle, I think. So I was raised really religious and grew up in a household where I was going to church on Saturdays, Sundays, and Wednesdays because um, my, wow. yeah, my grandparents were Seventh-day Adventist. Mm-hmm. So I would go to church with them. And my grandma played piano and organ. So I would always just go to church with her because she would play it at all the churches. So she played Seventh-day Adventist on Saturdays at the Baptist church on Sundays and Wednesdays. And I would go with her there. Um, So yeah, I got lots and lots of church time as a kid and then joined youth groups as I got older because that was like the only way to socialize really in a a really small town. Like I was, you didn't have neighbors or anything. Um, And so really through college, I was in church all the time. And honestly, I didn't retain any of it like <laughs> none of it and i went three times a week for almost 20 years like wow yeah nothing even though when we were in the uber driver's car the other day and he had on joel osteen or whatever he um, like i was listening and i was like oh god i know this story i was like it's, it's like what's his face it was shadrach meshach and abednego i was like they're gonna throw him in the fire oh my god <laughs> so, so yeah i did have a moment where i was like they're gonna throw him in the fire but they're not gonna melt because jesus is with them so, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> those are the kind of stories you hear in bible school mm-hmm. um so yeah grew up doing that but really didn't take anything from it except the guilt that was associated with it. Like I always felt like a really bad Christian growing up because, and I don't know where this came from exactly. Cause it didn't come from my parents necessarily. They're super accepting and, you know, very chill about like spirituality being your own personal journey and not being pressuring or anything like that. But yeah, I always just felt really guilty, I guess, from the services and stuff about mm-hmm. not being a good enough Christian. And like, I would feel guilty because I would get distracted while I was trying to say my prayers. And like every night, every single night, I would start praying and then just go off into my own little world. And I'm like, oh, dang it. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so once I, I got through, like I was in college and I remember there was a guy, I was in FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And they had a guest speaker preacher there. And he was just the most pretentious, 
dickhead. And I remember like listening to him and he was like, and some of you in here, you guys don't believe and I know exactly who you are. And oh da 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 And I remember like staring at him going, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not coming back here. <laughs> like this is, these are not the people I want to be around anymore. No. Um, so that's when I stopped going to church. And honestly, I have felt so much better since then. Mm-hmm. Like I still go with Henry's family, like on holidays and stuff like that. But yeah, other than that, I felt much better about my life. I just try and be a good person mm-hmm. and treat people the way I would want to be treated and not do anything too shameful <laughs> that would affect anyone except me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm full of shame, but it's, it's shame of myself. Nothing else. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's kind of my, I don't know. Now I, I think, I do believe there is some sort of higher power up there. Like, I don't think it's a single entity, like mm-hmm. one God or anything like that. But I don't know, maybe the universe or people's energy or vibes or whatever. I do think those things have an effect on the greater good or the greater society. I don't know. It's way over my head, honestly. It's a lot. Over everybody's it's head, I think. Nobody really knows. Like, I'm, I'm way, way underqualified. No, but that's cool. Like, for someone who started out, like, as pretty religious, like, how you became so open-minded. And I think, obviously, you being out amongst other people and, like, hearing other people's Mm -hmm. opinions helps with that, too. But yeah, it doesn't work that way for everybody. No, no, it certainly doesn't. I don't really start out. My parents are definitely not religious at all. But, like, I don't know. They they were very, like, yeah, go to church with your friends. See what it's like. Like, if you like it, go or whatever. And we grew up in the mountains, so we were, like, teeny tiny little church, like, your old school, typical, like, there's no fancy TVs, no nothing. And I thought it was cool, I guess. I was like, yeah, whatever, I'll go. Seems like fun. But then I remember the girl I used to go with, her mom didn't want her to play with me anymore because I made our Barbies kiss, and she said it was, like, sinful. It was so funny. And I, even at a young age, was like, well, that's dumb. Like, okay, fuck you. (laughs) Like, whatever. All my Barbies to make out. I don't know. It was dumb. But, so I didn't really go anymore, and... I don't really believe in anything. I'm more of like, I guess, a pessimist. And I'm like, well, there's so much negative that goes on. Like, how could someone let something like that happen? Like, you know, child abuse, all that. I mean, I could go on and on like forever about stuff like that. But I'm definitely like similar in that there's definitely like something with karma and I guess kind of like a reincarnation thing. Like if you're an asshole in this life and you're going to come back as, you know, something not so great. I don't know. So there's maybe a higher power. I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm like completely atheist, but agnostic, I guess, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I feel like but, I'm agnostic. Yeah, like there's something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm more definitely science-based than anything, for sure. Like there's too much that disproves a lot, like improves a lot. But me. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Christian. <laughs> Welcome. We oh, you and oh you. I'm here. I accept you guys and I love you guys, too. <laughs> exactly the same way. Um, yeah, I always went, well, actually I don't go to church anymore. I, for a long time was Presbyterian and that denomination, I never felt judged. It was only when I started going to different denominations like Baptist or not even, even non-denominational or like ones that just didn't want to specify. They just said we're a church, which you would think would be like, you know, they're not trying to specify anything. So maybe they are not going to judge you. But then you go in there. It's just totally different. That was my experience. And <laughs> I have a lot of experience with just parts of my family. And I know that Christians a lot of the time can come off as total assholes. And I've been there mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm a believer and I've been the one being judged for just living my life the way I do. And 
yada, yada, yada. But I, you know, always have thought that Jesus is someone to look up to just because of how he accepted everybody and loved everybody equally and loved his neighbors as himself and just helped everybody, which I always thought was something good to look up to. And if anything, I think some of the, a lot of the religions really are pretty similar in that they're all just seeking a lot of the same thing, which is just peace Mm -hmm. and defeating evil. To me, actually, it's funny, Muslim, the Muslim religion and Christian religion, I think are very similar. They're super similar. When you go back and look at like the Quran, you you (laughs) compare it to the Bible. They're very, very similar. Um, Now there are things that are very different about it, but if if you're looking at the storyline, you just have to go back and Google it. It's too much to even explain right now. But the Bible for the longest time, you know, I was told to live by the Bible, live by the word of God. And there's just a lot of things in there that don't apply today. And I think a lot of Christians believe that and know that. Yeah. And I think it's funny how sometimes Christians say, like, I live by the Bible. But then there's just things in the Bible that don't. <laughs> well, the Bible was written by people. Like, they were, it was written by, by men. men. And it's been yeah. rewritten a few times. Yeah. Like, they just change things. I think. So in the Bible, they said, you can't spend money on Sundays. And oh, <laughs> that's I remember that. I'll always remember that because I was... I remember reading that and being like, really? But another thing that I remembered, because I was Googling, I was like, there's a lot in the Bible that, because I don't remember it word for word, but I did go to youth groups, read it all through all these youth groups. Um, but women were forbid to cut their hair. You know, you were supposed to greet one another with a holy kiss. Like, these are things that were commands in the Bible, you know, like, that are not happening today. Yeah. You know, so... Sure, you can live by a lot of the things that still apply in the Bible. I think that's totally okay. Yeah, my biggest takeaway from being a Christian is to really just do more for others than you do for yourself. I think that's the biggest takeaway out of a lot of religions. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, And something you said um, is, you know, that Jesus was someone to look up to. And in the Bible, Jesus is a cool guy. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing is like so much of his life really was leading by example, which I think is the best thing you can do with any religion. And so mm-hmm. like he was really living out what he was preaching and practicing. Like at no point did he say sacrifice people or right. like, you know, he was always the one saying treat others the way you want to be treated. So mm-hmm. whether you're a believer or a non-believer, I think finding those lessons in religion and finding the people that you admire, like I can see why he was the person mm-hmm. that it all kind of boiled down to. And even like Allah and even like in mm-hmm. the Buddhist faith, and the Scientology even. I mean, there's all religions have basically that one common understanding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I that's when money gets mixed in is when... Well, churches, oh, I just don't... Politics. This is why I've just never... I, Mike and I have talked, we want to raise our kids in a... Some, if we find a church that we like, we want to raise it in them. But then it's going to be hard, you know? Like, there's things... Because I do think that growing up in the church that I did grow up in, I, I made a lot of friends... I had good morals. Mm-hmm. Like, not that saying people who don't go to church don't have those things, but I do think some of, there was a lot of positive that came out of it. It was only whenever I started going to different denominations that I started getting like judged, and then I was like, why is this so negative? But it's what, good that you saw that. I think as long as you like, it's it's good you want to raise them with some sort of religion, and also yeah. without either way is fine. But I think if you're gonna do that, like as long as you're open minded, and the mm-hmm. fact that they're probably gonna 
seek something else potentially and like what you Mm -hmm. did go to other places and check out you know what else is out there and you don't judge them for it then fuck yeah no that's what we that's that's what we talked about we said you know most people do you know our kids are going to be able to make their own choices all right i'm right up there with you i went to church a lot as a kid um sundays wednesdays and then as a teenager like i went voluntarily with a friend but i've always thought it was bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i used to have some very good imagination time in church and some good naps in church (laughs) and then as a teenager i remember i had this bible for teens oh yes did you have that you know like little bubbles inside um and so i'd like follow along and the whole time i was just like this is fucking stupid y'all are all dumb (laughs) and i'm i don't want to be here um yeah so i don't believe in any deities Mm -hmm. so not religious spiritual yes i think that there is a higher power in the universe and i believe that you can manipulate your energies to attain the things that you want and that's just about it so how does okay this is really interesting to me because you have your witchcraft podcast yes so how does that fit into your spirituality i mean witchcraft is it's all energy manipulation so you create this energy and the more energy you have and the more energy you put into something the more powerful it is which is i mean and this is a weird crossover i find between christianity and witchcraft is that it's all the law of attraction like if you pray for something Mm -hmm. to jesus or god or whatever you believe in that's attracting that's manifesting i feel like you're you're subconsciously like just wanting it more and you're really you're trying harder to get it without really like actually realizing you're trying it's not that i believe that it's not that a god is answering your prayers i believe that you are constantly thinking this thing putting this out into the universe Mm -hmm. that energy that you put out comes back to you and what you want yeah toads yeah. I believe in that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Putting out good energy, I think, is important. Yeah. yeah and there's lots of like law of attraction, Christianity mm-hmm. affirmation journal binder things you can buy <laughs> on Amazon. Just look them up. God, there's so many of them. I think that's funny that you caught on to the bullshit so young. I remember looking at like, I had one of those illustrated Bibles when I was mm-hmm. a kid. And what was the one story where like the guy tries to kill his son or kills his son? Abraham. And I was just like, that's fucked up. Like, he just killed his kid. I was there's like, a lot, that's not, what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of this? fucked up stuff in right? the Bible, like legitimately. And I was like eight or nine reading this and it was a very bloody, gory kid's Bible. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. It's not okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember the kid's story. I, I said I didn't retain anything. I do remember a lot of the kid's stories. So like one guy got thrown into a lion's yeah. den. Um, <laughs> and then there were Cain and Abel at the very first. Yeah. Oh my God. Like his brothers that. fucking killed each other. Yep. Oh, no, he Cain killed Abel? I think or Abel one of the two. Him. I don't remember yeah. that part. But <laughs> one of them killed the other one because he was jealous of him. Um, like, yeah, yeah like that where they're like, all they're all terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, what kind of stories are we telling? Brutal, you? man. Um, my dad used to read us stories out of the Bible, and not like the kids' Bible, but like stories out of his like leather bound bind binder Bible. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the one. Um, someone has like stolen a baby, and they take it to the king, and the king's like, "All right, we're cutting this baby in half." oh solomon i remember that being just like a creepy that was in one of the, the kids bibles too i remember just like the yeah pictures well, yeah, for that. It's a, yeah yeah and Ugh. then it's like mm, no, okay. they're gonna cut a baby in half yeah it's yeah. fucked up like that's not what i want to think about right before i like go to bed yeah you know? <laughs> so, so then i'm like terrifying. traumatized yeah anyway. and i mean like that 
also shit like that happened in all other religions, like in history texts, historical texts. Oh yeah. Just at the time in general. And it wasn't like that's what I'm that's one of the things I find is like BS is like I don't think God actually told these people to do these things. And I think it was a lot of war, obviously, and that type stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's just crazy, like the Bible itself the old te- the old testament is a lot of this stuff is like crazy Look, shit like i know brimstone i mean that's grown up baptist and seventh-day adventist they're all about the end of days man yeah and so yeah the old testament is their jam and i've had christians look at me and be like if you don't and i've had said this you know to christians and they're like if you don't believe in the bible then you don't believe in god and i'm like mm-hmm. well okay eh, let's agree to and that's it <laughs> you know so, it, yeah, and that shit, I do remember these stories and being like, holy shit, like, even in the, like, Revelations. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Revelations is, that is fire and brimstone, yeah. like, that's the so, end of the world. But Genesis, like, because <clears throat> as a kid who was trying really hard to be a good Christian, mm-hmm. like, I would start at Genesis, and I'm like, I'm just going to start from the beginning. <laughs> so, I read Genesis a lot. Yeah, I did too. I did too. <laughs> and then about Exodus, I'm like, this is boring. I'm moving on. But... But then I just stopped reading the yeah. Bible because, yeah, yeah, probably all of what we just said. Yep. So I have my little, like, I have, like, a Jesus calling book, I think you practice, it, like, the more, it, but it, the all that's normal, a, natural, I don't know. Probably like, the positive stuff. Yeah. that's what I like to look at. Anyway, but if there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's no reason yeah. to focus on all the negative, like, yeah. most of that shit's bullshit. Yeah. And so. what is the benefit of it? There like, is none. What is the benefit to society of focusing on <laughs> the negative parts of Especially now we yeah. see all the negative every damn day on the news. Yeah. <laughs> like horrible shit. Leads well happens. into our other. Yeah. So. so yeah. What is the our likes and dislikes and like, well about religion and spirituality? Let's just keep this train rolling. How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> it's all that negativity. Yeah. yeah. People are just like they and this is I mean no names obviously but people I, I work with like a lot of them are you know from here and they're very very religious and very judgmental and a lot of the posts i see they're comparing democrats and like women who get abort abortions to like the most horrible people and boy do i have to bite my tongue i'm like i just need to delete like these people i don't know why i'm friends with them anyway but i'm just like it's people like that who give other christians a bad name because they're not all like that like it's but I'm like, you don't see us, like, God forbid, we compare you to someone like that. You know, it's crazy. Like, so, yeah, if you're going to be hateful and and push your crap on me and make try and make me feel bad, I don't feel bad. <laughs> but try and make me feel bad, then I'm like, fuck you. You're, you are what is turning me off yeah. to religion. Yeah. Right. It sucks. I, like, I, I literally don't give a shit what anybody does. Yeah. It affects mm-hmm. me none. It, it bothers me when people try to when their religion starts to affect me, like mm-hmm. with the abortion thing, like that's all religious based. And my opinion is if you don't want an abortion, don't have one. Yeah. If you don't want to get gay married, don't get gay married. <laughs> if you don't want to go to church, don't go to fucking church. Don't care. Yeah. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. amen. <laughs> and Jesus it sounds easy, right? But yeah, I mean, I just feel here we are, you know, it's the boomers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but my other, my other, big issue with religion and it's not even with religion like again i don't care what anybody believes like if you want to believe in it fucking go for it but i think organized religion is bad i think churches mega churches Mm -hmm. these giant christian 
whatever well, else extremists. organizations just, that yeah. lobby and lobby and lobby and give mm-hmm. tons and tons of money and don't pay taxes don't pay taxes um, oh my god it makes me you know I where the found, money goes like fucking i found a really good quote that i like that i think explains it my thoughts on it's it and this is from no it's not from Reddit. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's from <laughs> Meh- mehmet marat ildan and it's, while there are millions of hungry people all around the world, while there are thousands of homeless people in every country, while some continents are in horrible poverty, while there are not enough schools, not enough hospitals in the entire world, we are building churches, mosques, synagogues, or temples, and spending money on guns, war, and industry. And these are the greatest treasons to humanity. Oh, yeah. And I feel oh, like churches churches need to pay taxes. I mean, if you, and like, we can get into Mormons in a second, but if you look at a lot of the LDS temples, Mm -hmm. they're incredible. I mean, they're beautiful beautiful and they're massive and they're big and they cost millions and millions Mm -hmm. of dollars. Stephen Furtick's house in Charlotte costs $5 million and it's owned by the church. And so he doesn't pay taxes on it. And this is like not to piss anyone off necessarily if you are an elevation person, but at the same time, like take a look at where that money is going. Just elevation is a pyramid. It is. It totally is. No, it is. Their whole, their whole program is you bring two people. Okay. Now you bring two people. Now you bring two people. All the people that sing and do everything up there have like, fashion designers and people that dress them and like whatever they, i'm just they, saying the righteous insane. gemstones is not far oh off God, the righteous gemstones <laughs> is extremely spot on. extremely <laughs> close to going to a contemporary oh christian God. church like yeah it's funny because it's true. Like, oh my God. Just the uh, opening scene where they're singing our yes. guy's an awesome God in Chinese yeah. and doing the mass baptism. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this yeah. is real life. Oh God. Oh. And then and John Goodman being like, we say 5,000 souls this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I literally, no lie, went to, went to Elevation twice because I, I went the first time and was like, that was weird and cultish and I didn't yes. like it. Um, and they did the thing where they literally said, they're like, this Easter weekend, people, we had 1,200 souls commit their lives oh, to Christ. Christ. And I'm like, really? <laughs> what? Really? 1,200 people, huh? And in one service. Like, mm, yep. you're saying there was no mm. mob psychology in that. Like, people were just moved by the spirit. Bullshit. Oh, so a few God. years later, I went back because I was like, you know what? Maybe it was just a bad experience the first time. Yep. I should give it another chance. Same thing. And both times, this I think this was before they had resident pastors so like you literally showed up and it was just watching Stephen furtick on a tv yep and i'm like this is weird i'm no it's it's, it's creepy weird. It's weird like i do not want to watch a broadcast of a preacher who wears the same boots as i do <laughs> so weird god i never saw his boots <laughs> i mean it's weird I have the whole some thing is weird family members who will remain nameless that are elevators <laughs> and i guess elevators. that's what they're called and i mean it's th- so they have their kids e-group. They have their adult e-group. They literally spend every single, I mean, pretty much every single free time working for this church for free. For free. They so they bring the supplies to their e-groups. And like, yes, they are doing like good stuff. Like they're doing good stuff. Like they're hanging out with like needy kids and food to food banks and stuff like that. All of that's good. But it's just this like weird like cult mentality that they have that all of their free time goes to elevation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. All of it. It's creepy. Yeah, I've never been to elevation, but oh, no. I've been to churches similar and definitely wasn't ha- I didn't feel 
welcomed yeah i didn't like it no especially if they're like where have you gone before mm-hmm. or like why why haven't you come here before and i'm like i don't fucking know why are you hounding me right now i have another one. quote sorry I didn't mean to no go off. for it <clears throat> that i say specifically for elevation and it's only sheep need a shepherd Ooh. oh oh shit oh, fire. Oh. <laughs> that is from elizabeth lomelli oh beautiful <laughs> but i i think that <laughs> goes though. to the idea of what we've all kind of said which is that spirituality is a personal journey mm-hmm. like you don't need to look to a pastor or a, a group to find your direction like whatever feels right for you and whatever feels like yeah you know feels like your best truth i don't know like like if you're living your truth and you know if other people can support that and make you feel supported then awesome hang out with them and mm-hmm. like find strength in each other but if you're perfectly happy with a spiritual journey on your own there's nothing wrong with that either and i think and this probably may or may not piss people off but i feel like you're doing it right if it's more on your own it shouldn't be this big show yeah like it's yeah. more an internal thing like it's cool to just do it from your home and do do you but like if you need to make this huge show out of it you are covering up for something or there's some sort of issue you're having that you feel the need to do that because that's not what it's about if that is what it is you know what i mean like it's not and sometimes i you know sometimes i want to go to church like actually a lot of the time i want to go to church because i crave like i do want to go and like worship Mm -hmm. some sundays Mm -hmm. or hear the hear the sermon that day and whatever it's going to be and some days I'll, I've gone before and I've really enjoyed it. And then sometimes I go and I'm like, um, and I think that's a lot of part of it is you're sitting there listening to it and interpreting what they're saying and giving your own opinion in your head while yeah. you're there sitting there. <laughs> but I don't know sometimes. And, and I'm just, I've never been into contemporary services where people just start crying and like raise oh their hands God, and stuff. So but I have been to an African-American church and that was one of the craziest Okay. Emotional experiences I've ever been in. I was there for five hours. Yep. Holy shit! And before you go, whoa! I d- I did cry just because it was just it was so emotional. Mm-hmm. I have never. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, I don't know if y'all have, y'all have heard how it is, so you can only imagine. Well, but yeah, it just, but it feels genuine. Like it feels like a, people are genuinely experiencing. I get. I don't even know. I just wasn't on their level. <laughs> It's yeah. like I was in a bar and I was like, or wasted. <laughs> I'm, I'm sober. <laughs> like I wasn't there. God. So, <laughs> Damn. but really interesting just to see the differences. And I think it's, it depends on like what exactly, what period of time you are in your life too. Because I remember when I was younger and I went to like, and this was like a tiny church. There were no TVs, no nothing. Like you sat there, you listened to the pastor give whatever. And I remember like when my parents were splitting up, there was like a really good message that stuck with me at a young age about like forgiveness, basically. I could mm-hmm. not tell you what it really was word for word, but like I think if you're going through a certain time, you're gonna find things that help you cope. Mm-hmm. And and that's cool for some people. They use that, you know, religion is their thing, and that's great. And I think there are times where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't mind listening to maybe some more old fashioned yet still open minded, if that makes sense, as long as it gets me through whatever mm-hmm. it is I'm going through. I think if the message is is pure whatever i don't know and like hits home then yeah but otherwise yeah i don't know i'm not into like the whole super emotional like why are you crying like i just touched you like (laughs) you can walk now i'm like no it does not work that way (laughs) i think bringing up religion as a way to cope is really interesting especially because i mean throughout history religion has been a way to keep 
the downtrodden down and keep them satisfied with their state in life because it's all about your your life is pure shit right now but let me tell you when you die ooh, how many virgins flexing <laughs> up in heaven like <laughs> yep god's gonna give you whatever um have another quote this is from <laughs> Mehmet again. Uh, life is meaningful and death is meaningless. And religion's greatest betrayal to the humanity or to humanity is that it gave meaning to death. It wrongly made death as meaningful. Declaring an ultimate end as a hopeful exit somewhere is the biggest crime of all religion. Oh wow! And I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, even I in chills. um, oh. like even in American history, slavery, that is the reason. It was really hope religion they had. was such a big deal was yeah. because not that it kept them content because obviously they weren't but, but it made their suffering on earth meaningful not not meaningful bearable but, or yeah. anything but it's like like it had a purpose oh, we have this kind of to look forward to yeah when i mean that's just bullshit yep and then sugarcoating it basically I haven't read this book, but I want to this is from Oliver Marcus Malloy the how to defeat the Trump cult do you want to save democracy? Question mark. Oh, um, <laughs> book club. <Okay. laughs> oh the gosh. purpose of a democratic government <laughs> is to protect the poor from the rich. The purpose of a religion is to protect the rich from the poor. Oh. And I, I mean, that's the same thing. It's the, it's the same thing. I, I get it because of all the churches that are just making a bunch of money off of yeah. Well, yeah, and just think like, and yeah. even in medieval times, like. Oh God, you had to give you had to everything. give money to the church to do fucking anything. They had like reign over everything too. Like they, like yeah. you looked at someone the wrong way and they mm-hmm. fucking cut off your head. They were the ones that mm-hmm. were with the whole witch trials. Like that's that's well, where yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean across they, history, like literally millions and millions of people have been slaughtered under the guise of Christianity, and it's not Christianity; it's capitalism. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lot of churches. It's sad. Yeah. So and again churches should pay taxes <laughs> so i do see. think there's a, a flip side to that as far as people finding comfort in religion so i think sometimes like i like that about religion or faith that people yeah. can find comfort in that if they can't find and especially when it comes to illnesses or you know some sort of traumatic event so i agree like systematic exploitation of people religion has been used as mm-hmm. a yes. way as a mm-hmm. distraction mm-hmm. whether it's poverty or enslavement oh, for sure um but when people are going through some sort of more short-term trauma you know whether it's a a loss of a loved one or um getting over addiction or something like that sometimes faith can be it gives them something to focus on outside of their trauma and i i like that um regardless of what faith it is i think that Mm -hmm. that can be very powerful for a lot of people um so i do like that and then sandra you mentioned earlier like having a a moral code or Mm -hmm. like i do think that that's another benefit of some sort of religion is that it does at least give people some morals to start with mm-hmm. so even if they grow away from it having something as you're developing your code of ethics like you're building blocks basically yeah and you just, sort of go through life and figure out you know how to tweak them to yeah, make it, yeah it's it's their guidelines and so you know my growing up i how do i say this growing up i had the christian moral conduct or moral code of the 10 commandments and blah 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 mm-hmm. and so even though now i don't necessarily believe in the 10 commandments but i can still like respect the lessons that they were trying to show like don't fucking murder people right like that kind of thing yeah honor your father and mother but then at the same time if your father and mother are shitty then fuck them like that kind of thing so but you know just having that framework in place i think it's helpful during the developmental times whether it's as a child or if you're relearning how to live 
after some sort of trauma or addiction or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like religion is like a snack food. It's good in moderation. Yeah. Like yeah. just. Yeah. There's a time and place. Yeah. I think the addi- addiction mindset is interesting because. Oh gosh. Yeah. AA I think is religious based. Mm-hmm. Oh they for are. sure. And it. But they're literally replacing one addiction with another. They are. And then they make you addicted to church. And then when you fuck up, you have this guilt and shame that's even greater. You know, I don't know. I wonder what the statistics are for like how people are, if if it's more successful for them when they're in your typical AA or if like they, let's say they go to like maybe a more not so typical type of AA situation where there isn't religion. Like I wonder how that would be. In comparison to, because I've talked to a few people who have been in, and they're super religious to the point where it's obnoxious. And I'm like, you're like Katie said, basically just replacing it. Like, mm-hmm. you are so consumed by this now. Like, yeah. how God forbid something happens and you fuck up a little bit. Like, what are you going to do? But <laughs> like, is it more or less destructive than their addiction was? I think that's kind of what it. Like, yeah, it's true. Balance. I guess. Like, you know, alcohol can physically kill you, but yeah. also emotionally you can go through situations where you can kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, I guess you, I guess we wouldn't really know what's better for the person, say, like yeah. them yeah. being completely blackout drunk every day or them getting emotionally, like extremely emotional every day. Be, really and that could lead to themselves. horrible things too. Yeah. Like even like people Stress. treating other people horribly because mm-hmm. a lot of the things in the Bible, like I just, <laughs> there's a lot of things that Christians have done that have been really shitty. And yeah, I think, uh, in general, like for most things in life, religion, food, everything, it's like find that middle ground. Yeah, right. Like, yep. right. Anytime people go to the extreme of anything, it's bad. It mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem to work well. Like yep. right. find, find like balance, history has people. proved itself. Like, stop like, with this yeah, extremist sure. shit. Yeah. Like you have your crazies for sure, but they're not all that way. I, I think the best thing people can do is <clears throat> live by example of their faith. Like don't push it on other people. Just live how you believe you should be living to like live your best life well yeah and then people will follow that like i respect someone so much when they genuinely seem happy and at peace like i have a lot of friends who are very devout christians and they don't push it on me and i i love and respect them so much for that and like those are the people i enjoy being around so even though we may not agree on everything the way they're living their life is something that i want to emulate as well Mm -hmm. you know and so i'm i'm seeing all of that sort of peace and happiness and purpose that they have and i'm like okay how do i get that versus someone who's like so can i talk to you about our lord and savior jesus christ i'm like no. absolutely no not. <laughs> it's like that funny meme where the hippo's like sir sir can i talk to you about jesus no, he's like chasing no, after the no. guy no do not want don't do it so we had a couple of mormon boys <laughs> bike up to the house hearts. the other day they're always and, so cute um, though in their little suits like you know, I, the Mormons are just totally different. <laughs> yeah, it's, Jehovah's it's, Witnesses too. We're uh, right up there with them. Yeah. And you well, know, vice, vice versa, I've had like, I've seriously had an atheist say horrible things to me. Oh, yeah. Well, people, yeah. yeah no, they're, they're both shitty crazy. people oh, everywhere. Yeah. So they're assholes everywhere. I think, I think so. Hannah, I think you're making an extremely good point is everything in moderation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Stay like middle grounded. Snack food. And be nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. Just be fucking nice. Oh my God. How hard is that? How like, hard honestly. is that? <laughs> so I won't tell the story then about the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh when I see them ride down the little bikes. So I'm just like, oh, bless their hearts. They don't know any better. They don't. They don't. They don't. They're, they're doing what they believe is right. I just feel sorry for them. Don't push it on us. No. <laughs> Go away. 
Are there like any parts of religion that anyone normally doesn't like or has steered clear from that you now kind of vibe on? Vibe on, yeah. Nice, um, Hannah. <laughs> no. Parts of, hmm. I guess, parts of religion. Like, you, I feel like I like certain parts of Buddhism. They're mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. Um, They're very peaceful. violent. They're very well. They light themselves on fire, but they. Yeah. It's themselves. They're That's not their doing it. exactly. That's why I'm like, do <laughs> you know they're doing it? To, they're not mass murdering people. Midsum- Midsummer. Yo, fuck! I saw that. That was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to turn it off for a little bit because I was like, what the fuck? It's, but it was good. Yeah. It, I also felt disturbed, highly disturbed afterwards. No, but not I, the I, same. I was just thinking of no, like no, some good. of the parts. <laughs> they they seemed like very peaceful people. Yeah, until they. Yeah, killed and lit people on fire. Was Spoiler nuts. alerts. Yeah, no. If you haven't seen <laughs> Midsummer, hasn't been lit on fire by a Christian. Watch. <laughs> well, that's whatever, metaphorically or literally. No, but I do like Buddhism and like their whole like selflessness and like just thinking more. If any religion, that would be the only one I think I would pick be- bits and pieces from. Mm-hmm. Minus the setting myself on fire, I think I might not do that. Uh, no. But they do that for like animal rights, which is kind of I'm like, oh fuck, okay. Let me go eat a cheeseburger now. Like, <laughs> mm. damn it! Like I don't, I don't. Meh. So I have a book recommendation for people that want to explore other religions, and it's a very basic book. It's called *The World's Religions* okay. by Houston Smith. Okay. I had to read it in college because oh, I yeah. took several religious like poetry classes. Gives um, a breakdown of like the big six. So you have your three Abrahamic religions, and then um, the Southeast Asian mm-hmm. religions. So if I had to pick one that I liked the most, it would be Taoism, mm. uh, which is where you get your yin-yang symbol, yep. yin-yang twins, as it was. <laughs> and that is a Chinese philosophy based on the writings of Lao Tzu, mm-hmm. and it advocates for humility and religious piety. I love all those books. with the, Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Um, so the core basic belief of Taoism is that um, the Tao is the origin of all things in the universe, and they believe that people can become deities and live forever. I don't necessarily believe that, but, you know, some people do, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's no one particular religion or piece of religion necessarily that's blown my mind, like, holy shit. But one of my favorite things to think about, and I would get into arguments with some of my Christian friends in college who shall remain nameless <laughs> about um, this, the philosophy behind it. Um, and I love the idea that everyone, like your belief is your truth. And so that's something that I've always really liked. Like whatever you genuinely believe, like it boils down to energy again and manifestation. Mm-hmm. But like if you really genuinely believe something, then that is true for you. Mm-hmm. So when you have this moment, like this one thousandth of a second when your brain stops working when you die like you have this split second of consciousness and whatever the last thing you believe that's just your truth so if you think you're going to go to heaven then you spend eternity in this heaven-like state or if you think you're going to be reincarnated then you think you why really not think like, about that though like in your last i think that I you have a moment right at the end where there's an awareness of something so like whether I it's just like embracing on like well, if it's something like embracing nothing or being happy to go to heaven or feeling guilty about your sins or like I think that there is a moment of awareness right at the end of someone's life where their truth really does manifest itself. 
Well, just true. I mean, if you ask certain people who have been close to, well, there's mm-hmm. this really good doc, and this is kind of unrelated, but sort of related, but there's a really good documentary, like a BBC one of like men um, in combat in the war aftermath of like when they've had like their limbs blown off. And like they describe the ones who are able to remember mm-hmm. their last few minutes before like they thought they were going to die. And they, some of them did basically, they were brought back, but like, yeah. Yep, it's true. always I know in that it's show like, like I shouldn't be alive. Yeah, like they talk too. about their, and it's all the same. It, like the common thing is it's peaceful yep. and like warm, and you have no like it's crazy worries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hearing that is comforting. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think there's no reason what you believe can't be true. I mean, really, if you're putting energy into it, you're making it true. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I've always liked that that idea that everyone's right. It's the millennial way. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot to mention in the blow your mind one, my fucking witchcraft ship. Oh, That's probably been the most powerful yeah. for me. I mean, I've literally manifested money. Yeah. Like out of nowhere. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's good. If you set your mind to something and you, yeah, put your energy into something. It's, yeah. I also really believe in like jumping the tracks. You don't talk about on Sinister Head? No. Fucking like, no, I don't. Alternate realities. Like everything runs parallel. And if you think of something hard enough, you can jump the track into the next one, and everything else stays the same. Really? Mm. Huh. <laughs> That's not really a religion. It's more conspiracy <laughs> theory, but I'm into it. So is it philosophy? I mean, it's like the string existential. Theory. It's hmm. an existential theory. We're not high enough for this. So it's like Inception, or <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, that's what? an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about existence. We need a stoned religious. Oh episode. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! No, well, we've tried. <laughs> we we've tried be... the podcast high before. It doesn't. No, it's... I thought it turned out great. The okay, the science one turned out great. The book review, not so much. So if we actually have to go off materials, <laughs> I thought it was so great, but okay. <laughs> well, I have a crazy story because I couldn't think of, I just, when I wrote, when I was thinking about like a religion that completely blew my mind, I, I started thinking about the story that absolutely blew my mind about a patient that I had in Charlotte. And it's really, really crazy. This was uh, around the time that Mike's mom was going through brain cancer. Yeah, yeah. So I had this patient, never had him before walk in the room and I'm just like not in the best mood because this is like towards kind of like it was really really bad at that point with his mom Mm -hmm. and so I walk into the patient room and he's just all big smiles this guy like really tall like six seven black guy like has COPD but super super sweet like oh my gosh and he's like good morning and I'm like hey and I'm like starting to do my work and like asking questions and he was just like are you okay and I'm like yeah yeah I'm fine he was like okay, because you can talk to me if you need to talk to me. And I was like, oh, I'm totally okay. And then that was it for a little bit later. And then I was asking him about his medical history. And I saw in his history that he had gotten this really, really bad car accident like a year prior and like actually died and came back like a little bit later. Wow. Um, So then I see all that. I'm like, you're in a car accident. He was like, yeah, yeah, it's a crazy story. And then one of the nurses came in and was like, you should need to hear about the story. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. So he tells me a story. It's basically like that TV show, you know, like people go, they die and they come right back. But he got in this horrible accident, was brought back um, to the main hospital in Charlotte and was pronounced dead in the bed. And his whole family came. This was like 30 minutes. He was dead for 30 minutes. He was like flatline for 30 minutes. Damn. So really, it's a true story. That's crazy. Yeah. And... So, and I 
when I was reading all this, I was like, how? I didn't think that that, I mean, they had him hooked up. The maybe maybe he was still right, getting. You never know. I mean, shit is crazy. I don't know. This guy is like, seems healthy as a hot ox now. Like, but this was like five <laughs> years ago. Hawk. Hawks. I thought you were going to say healthy as a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are healthy. So, <laughs> so he, that's amazing. He described the room, like he was flatlined. Okay. So he <laughs> described the room exactly how it was, described everybody who came in there exactly how it was, remembered what everyone said, even though he's flatlined. Which I think is incredible. Holy shit! And then I just started getting all emotional because he was getting emotional and he was like crying, telling me the story. And so then I started crying. And then he was just like, he's like, I know, and I know, like, there's hard things going on with you and your your boyfriend. Like, legitimately oh, said that to me. And I was like, What? Yeah, it was it was crazy. I've never gotten like this. And I mean, I've had patients tell me really sad stories, and I've gotten on the verge of tears. But this was like one of the craziest things ever. And I was like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like my boyfriend, he's like his mom. Damn. This, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, it's going to be okay. He's like, she's going to feel oh better. My God, I would have fucking bawled by. And I was. And I was crying so Jesus. hard. And he was like, and you're going to be a rock that your boyfriend never knew he had and all this oh, stuff. And it was like the craziest. I, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so yeah. And this was, and then it was Jesus. like maybe a week later, his mom passed away. And like, oh my God. But then he told me, he was like, and you know what, death, I've been there. He was like, and he was just telling me how peaceful it was. And he was like, you know, I believe in God. Like, he didn't necessarily say he was a Christian. He mm -hmm. just said, I believe in God. That's all he said. And yeah. He was like, you're going to, it's, it's, he's like, enjoy your life and just be there for your boyfriend and all this stuff. And it was just the craziest shit I've ever dealt with. Like, just me. And then he just was so genuinely friendly. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would have, no. Died, and he was just so for sure, like, because you know, I'm scared of death. So occasionally, I'll be like, "Oh my god, that's scary." Yeah, no, yeah. But then hearing huh. him tell this story, like in real life, like he's been there and felt all Especially these things. Something as traumatic as that. I mean, correct. yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's, I mean, freaking nuts. Yeah. So that's my mind blowing story. That's that happened. That was like only a few, you know, five years ago, six Holy years shit. ago. Damn never had that kind of that's wild all right so what are our lessons for our younger selves if we had to give little baby us one takeaway <laughs> from this whole religious philosophy discussion we just had uh what would it be it's okay not to feel that warm loving embrace of jesus christ in your heart <laughs> i don't think a lot of other people feel it either <laughs> so nothing's wrong with you don't feel guilty you don't have it. to go lay up on those church steps <laughs> Oh like God. an asshole and just worry that everyone's <laughs> eyes are on the back of you because they are everyone's looking at you up there um and care. hold your nose when they dunk you yep <laughs> you're you, going backwards girl you will inhale that dirty fucking Ugh. holy water did y'all have okay so i grew up baptist did y'all have the tank the baptism tank in the church right no. now so no at my church <laughs> Yes, we had, it was like a... Like a plexiglass, plexiglass window yeah, type thing? See like you're in the aquarium? Dunked you down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then when I went to church with my friend, uh, they did all their bet. No, they were like a different type of Baptist. They were like, <laughs> there's like Baptist and then there's like... Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did all of their baptisms in the family swimming pool. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So I got... You got dunked in the pool. Yeah, and then I had my bathing suit underneath, you know, my white t-shirt. So I was just like playing the <laughs> yeah, pool girl. afterwards, <laughs> which is what I really wanted to do. <laughs> I got baptized in the church with the 
the aquarium window when I was like eight. And then when I was a teenager, like I redevoted my life. Yeah. You know how it'd be. Um, and then they baptized me in the lake. So lots of lake baptisms. You just go stand in the muddy water. Mm. And, See, I never did anything like that. Yeah, that's, I, was I never mean, baptized. I think are Baptists the only ones who do the full submersion, though? Oh, uh, they fucking thanks. hold your fucking head up. I don't See, no, I've never. I don't think it's just them. Because my mom wasn't Baptist, but she. Well, theirs is like a fancy one, like in the little church bowl. Little, oh, yeah. Like, no, the where they do bath. like a little. It looks like a fucking I had that bath. like as a baby. I never. My mom wanted me to, but my dad. For some reason, didn't want us to be. He was the more non-religious I mean, kind. Neither was my mom. I mean, it's not like you remember it's it. It's more just a no. nice ceremony, I think. I'm like, okay. But yeah. I never did. Like as a teenager, I even went to these. Like I was in these like crazy Baptist youth groups, you know. Mm-hmm. And you never did it. But I never walked up there. <laughs> like I remember sitting in the audience and being like, no. Okay, <laughs> no. so for our <laughs> no. our listeners who have never been to a traditional Baptist service or a really <laughs> Go watch um, Jesus Freaks. Oh, yeah. Watch Jesus Freaks on Netflix. Watch The Righteous Gemstones. And honestly, Jesus Freaks hit really close to home, too. Yeah. It really did. But it's you get caught up in this like mob hysteria almost where it's they want people to like feel so compelled. It is like this violent, aggressive in your face. Like if the preacher's face isn't tomato red, like. About to have an aneurysm. Yeah, he's yeah. about to stroke out. See, I can't watch that stuff. Makes me angry. Like I literally will get angry, and I can't watch it. See, I've never been. I've never, like, I I went to Presbyterian. But yeah, I'm it's totally different. I see it, but I'm also like, it's. There are still to this day some very extreme sects. Sects. Yes. Uh, polygamy. <laughs> sex. Sex. There's yeah. lots of extreme sex yeah. out there. Different episodes. <laughs> um, um, a few episodes back, actually. Coming up next. <laughs> We're going from sex to sex. <laughs> um, anyway. Oh, man. No, there are still some uh, very extreme branches, maybe is a better way to say that, <laughs> yeah. of uh, religious groups within Christianity and other religions that would surprise people, I think, that it's they still nuts. exist in yeah in america honestly mm-hmm. like you know they make tv shows about them mm-hmm. well i mean and i grew up in a very very rural area like in southern appalachia like mm-hmm. people don't get a lot of exposure to outside ideas so they just but also you know right from wrong like it's not okay to marry a I... young child and have multiple young child brides it's not I, okay i'm so like... lucky that i had open-minded parents i have no idea how they got that way I have no idea yeah, where they learned it from. Yeah, that's great. But oh my, like, my life would be so different if they hadn't been so open-minded and so accepting and loving mm-hmm. of people. Mm-hmm. Um, again, no idea where it came from because as much as I love my grandparents, they're a little racist and like Ugh. a little closed-minded. Like, what can you do? And if you get my dad really drunk, he'll get really upset about it, talking about how Aww. like his parents can be racist. And he's like, it's just not right. And I'm like, oh, daddy, well, I think if it's you're- okay. Like, if you explore the world coming from a religious family, you can yeah. you see what else is out there, and it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, so I'm I'm very very lucky. Have no idea how it happened. That's good. I also find it extremely interesting. Like when I went to Austria and other places in Europe, like it's just Catholic. Oh, it's yeah, not. Yeah. Um, there's Marble. no. Yeah. I mean, obviously because of how history works <laughs> and how mm-hmm. things were brought over here and things like that. But it they were fascinated. My coworkers in Austria about like. When I started talking about my hometown, I'm like, it's like a church town, you know. I said something like that, and then I wasn't even thinking like, they don't know what that is. Yeah, They're not like that in Europe. It's like the they same. have the one Catholic church in each little town, and then that's it. 
Yeah. They don't have these like you different don't have extremists as much over there, I feel like. Yeah, it's I don't not... I don't know. I didn't really ask them those questions, but like my they... mom, even my mom was growing up as a kid and she, she's from Germany, so it's slightly different, but like similar in the sense that like they just don't have the same I mean, they have crazies, of course. There's crazies everywhere, but like, there just isn't like the extremists that there are here mm-hmm. in the U.S. It's just something about the freedom. Well, in other countries too, but like, it's just. And then you have fucking Hitler, who just like fucking ruined it for everybody. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> I was talking about how growing up, you know, some Baptist churches. Because my church, it's weird. The Presbyterian church that I went to, they didn't talk much about like abstaining. There wasn't a lot of like these big, big sermons that were telling you mm-hmm. what to do. Like that kind of Baptist of what is. And I was explaining to my coworkers in Austria, like, you know, these churches tell you, like, tell kids, like, don't have sex, don't have sex, don't have sex. And then they're going to have sex. And mm-hmm. then they were like, oh, yeah. I mean, everybody Duh. has sex. Yeah. That's what they said. That's it's literally like, how the human race has survived <laughs> for this long. And they just were so shocked <laughs> that someone, that that would even be brought up at a church service yeah. is what they said. Oh, I remember I went to a service one time as a teenager and they had an entire service on sex and they made the kids like made anyone who wasn't married leave. What? So like, I was like 17, 18 years old and I had to go sit with the kids oh, wow. like in the kids group because they're like, we are only letting married couples and like older adults stay in for this sermon what? because it was like they were teaching about keeping marriage. I don't even know what they taught about because I wasn't. Like, I, was I want to know how to keep marriage alive like, when I'm I get married. Thank you. I need like, to know about sex. Oh you need God. to tell me yeah. about sex. Like I'm only lightly familiar and feel really guilty about it at this point in my life so um well okay sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no we got off topic oh my so god our we lessons could, for our younger selves this could be, still on topic, this could be like ours we could do this for well, but, yeah we could I mean. but, but so mine was um my lesson for my younger self you don't have to go to church if you don't like it you don't have to go to youth group if you don't like it you don't have to do anything if you don't necessarily like it um and if it like we've said before if it feels good for you do it you know um, it's episode. church or masturbation. masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the overarching theme of every episode is if you don't like it, don't, don't do fucking it. do it. <laughs> right. Don't waste your time. You do you. Basically. That's and exactly what I wrote from her. <laughs> me, as a Christian, I would say God loves you for you and your relationship with him is between you and him. And that's in your heart and, and no one else's heart. I like that. Well said. That's good. Mine was... My lesson to my younger self is that there are there are solid lessons in most religions, but at the end of the day, it just boils down to how you treat other people and how you make them feel and how you feel about yourself. Um, so focus on the lessons that help you become the kind of person that you want to be and that you feel best being. Um, so take what you like from lots of religions and just be a good be a good fucking person. Honestly, like that's my lesson to my younger self. Just love love people, love everybody. Be fucking nice. Okay. Yeah, mine was like, do you and don't go to church if you don't want to because just because your friends are going and your neighbors are going. I mean, go and check it out, but like, don't feel obligated to keep going because the second time you fell asleep, it's gonna happen again. <laughs> like, you're <Yeah>. just gonna <laughs> and don't try and convert the nice Christian boy in college. <laughs> oh my god, y'all! I dated this little Christian. He wasn't little; he was older than me, but I thought he was the cutest thing ever. We met in dance class. He was very Christian. Hadn't had sex in a long time. Was very anti-sex. 
we had sex. He made me feel so bad about mm-hmm. it. He's like, we need to shower right now. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. So then we didn't do it again for a little bit. It happened again. Oh, my God. I was like, all right. I can't. No. And he's like, if we're not getting married and having children, this is not going anywhere. I'm like, dude, I am 18. Calm your tits. Yes. So yes. if I could have steered clear from one major relationship, I'd have been like, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Katie's losing. <laughs> if I. All right. So on. <laughs> my brief foray into the dating world, like in oh. both instances when I was single, <laughs> like I had more than one person tell me that like I don't date for anything other than marriage or children. What, what the what? fuck? And that in itself, <laughs> is aw- yeah. But at the age of eighteen, you're like, fuck you. I still have a lot of life to live. I'm not trying. But to But I don't you. don't fucking say that no, on the that first too. date. No, not on the first date. Oh boy, it's true. Don't say that like maybe or maybe that six helps. Months into maybe that helps. I mean, it's it's a good vetting process. It's a good litmus the, test. So then you don't find oh, you out. Know, like, maybe tell me that before the first date. You know, when you're in the texting phase. Sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hey, heads up. I don't date for anything other than like Weird. knocking you up. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Katie has left the chat. <laughs> like, I'm a head out. <laughs> this has been cool. I'm going to make like that baby we're not having and I'm a head out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So I'm not getting dick pics is what you're telling me. Y'all, that college boy I dated ended Probably up are. moving away like a year later. Oh, and yeah. He has like oh, six kids now. Six or seven kids, Sorry. actually. Oh, that's a lot yeah. of kids. Yeah. It's a lot of like, kids. Sorry, lots we of babies. interrupted your no, story. No, you're good. With dick I'm pics. just saying. Well, fuck yeah. That's great. You know, those no. Christian boys are all sending those dick pics. Well, and he was really good in the sack. I was really pissed that he was so, like, annoyed by it. I was like, dude. That's amazing that he Well, was you know what? He should have taken our life lesson. If he didn't want to do it, he shouldn't have done he it. He had a giant penis. Uh, <laughs> I was like, God wasted. damn it. It still doesn't mean long, if he didn't want to do it, he shouldn't know, have done the it. The girth of it was and just great. Maybe when <laughs> he was waste. like, hey, I'm not comfortable with it. And he, he was a great dancer. Like, All right. Okay. We had ballroom dancing and like swing dancing. That's how we met in that class. And he was great. Dear God, that man. <laughs> All right. So now we get to talk about things we're loving this week. Hopefully overcome those things we're crying about katie what were you loving this week (laughs) well honeys let me tell you about my new personal lord and savior it is the love island uk (laughs) i have never become so enthralled with anything as i am with this fucking show i have watched 18 hours of this in three days so that's a lot. Yeah. Um, heavily invested. Love everything and everyone and all of it. I love all of it. It's terrible. It's bad. Ryan is like talking in a British accent now, which normally I hate, but I'm like, chop, chop, cheerio. Like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Like, let's just watch more Love Island. Like, I didn't even want to watch the new Bob's Burgers and stuff last night because I was like, I have to know what happens with Shanice and Luke T. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't. Do, does she pick him? Who's going home? Is Nass going to pick Demi? He's finally out of a friendship relationship on the Love Island. I need to watch this. It's yeah. so good. It's so good. It's so what good. Like, I want to go home and watch that and not watch The Bachelor. Oh, my God. But I'm going to watch The Bachelor because that's also what I'm loving because Victoria F's trash fire of a life is coming into <laughs> fucking display tonight. Trash display. Oh, now I'm ready. They're airing her dirty laundry. <laughs> Oh it's like God. happening right now. I'm dead. Did I know. That? Like we're missing it. Like I right know. now, I know. these things are being talked right about. Now. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna go home. Literally. I'm gonna restart it. I'm gonna watch till I fall asleep, and then and then in the morning when I wake up, I'm not even gonna get out of bed. What is Love Island on? Uh, Hulu. Oh, perfect. Okay. 
ITTV if you're in the UK. <laughs> ITTV. <laughs> ITTV. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, yeah. good. It is a garbage good. fire. Yep. Well, oh. I'm. Oh. Oh. I will fight you. Oh. You go first. Okay. <laughs> Escalate it quickly. I'm loving The Bachelor, too. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's just a given right now. And I'm like really anxious because I want to watch it right now. Right now. And I'm also loving my Fitbit that I got because I had lost my other one. Yeah. Oh. And I finally got a new one. I like that one. So I'm loving getting house projects done. Yeah. So that's, I've been getting a lot done around my house. I finally finished painting all my kitchen cabinets. I got all the hardware installed. I tiled my fireplace. Yeah. I see yeah, your I notes. See lost keys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I um, I did replace the lock on my front door. I've been wanting to get a digital lock for a long time. And so since I lost my keys, what better time than the present? It was a sign. So I've been like Home Depot Barbie hardcore the past few yeah. weeks. Like me and Home Depot are I'm going to buy you a like a little utility belt. Tool belt? <laughs> yes. I love I'm it. I'm going to buy you a utility a pink belt. One. A pink one. <laughs> I'm going to take. You get to take it home <laughs> with you. You get to take with it to that. Home Depot with you. That's yes. right, I do. I took Maggie to Home Depot. She did great. Oh, She's in Home Depot like, oh, oh. <laughs> I have gotten to the point where I recognize some of the, the workers at Home Depot, and I'm like, we don't need to make eye contact. It's fine. This is, this is fine. Yeah, there oh, was at God. one point Raquel was like, oh, are you guys here for more chic gray? And I'm oh, like, no. Right, one. You can take your paint smudge smock and get the fuck out of my face, Raquel. <laughs> and two, yes, I'm going to buy the five-gallon bucket this time. Because I don't want to see your fucking face anymore. <laughs> Cunt bitch. I don't have those feelings at Home Depot. It's like no. my happy place. Mm, I just didn't like her. Oh, my God. I didn't like the cut of that jib, you know? <laughs> Raquel's just like a that name. And Ryan was like, oh, like... I saw Raquel at Home Depot, and I'm like, did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, she sounds hideous. Yeah. <laughs> well, she wears khakis, so. <laughs> she does wear khakis. <laughs> and a smock. She, that should be the title. Oh God, I can't. She, I can't. she does wear khakis. She does wear khakis. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, okay. Susie, what are you loving? Uh, I was going to say just work, 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 but. Um, no, how many times did you say that? Work, 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 work. <laughs> No, but I've been yesterday. I literally all day binge watched Vikings, and it's an older show. It's on the History Channel, but I love me some big bearded men with man buns. Word, and they're all blonde and blue eyed, beautiful. Wow, how many bees can I have? <laughs> <laughs> love it. With their buns, but it's good. It's like violent, and there's Vikings, and it's interesting, and I like stuff like that. So yeah, I've been binge watching that, and. I, kind of loving the fact that i have literally a month left of my 20s it's insane i'm low-key also scared and screaming internally but it's fine no if honestly it's pretty much exactly i think it's mostly because i went from like basically having my life together and like almost being married and living in a house to like (laughs) now i have a roommate and i'm not engaged I personally feel like you have your life more together now than you did. I feel a lot happier. Well, thanks. Fuck, I feel better. Okay. No, I feel a lot happier. Like, because that is what society tells you you have to have at that point, but you don't to have your life together. Never settle. Mm -mm. No. Okay. I know. I know. And I feel better about it. I think it's just every now and then I'm just like, oh, shit. Like, my mother had me when she was 26, and I'm like, meh. Girl, my parents had me when they were 21. No, I don't really want kids either, so it's whatever. But no, yeah. Like, born to life, myself when pretty I was good. zero. <laughs> I am asexual. I just duplicate myself whenever I get too big. 
Same I though. Too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde. Fuck. What are you about to say? I forgot to self-promote myself. Oh, I passed no. my real estate test. Yeah, girl. But anybody didn't get that, Katie passed her real estate <laughs> exam. And I missed the whole fucking celebration. Fucking awesome. So Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, those are nice. Oh, I know. Oh, flashed it. Slashed it. Oh, no. Sloosh. All right. So next time, we're going with another listener submission or a listener request. So JoyAP1105 sent in an email through our uh, website and asked if we have ever taken the Myers-Briggs tests. And if so, what are your types? If not, you totally should take it. I have taken it. Have y'all taken it? I have. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a while. Okay. No. No, don't sing. Do not <laughs> sing. <laughs> Stop I saw that look come across your face. Like, okay. Um, anyway. So yeah, we're going to be talking about Myers-Briggs. We talked about the Enneagram several months ago and now we're going into Myers-Briggs. Yeah, it'll be fun. We're going to learn about our personalities. We're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. I totally relate. I yes. The last time I did one was in high school or something like that. Myers-Briggs. It's been a while. Like a long... No, it was like mandatory college. Mm. Your first class for the icebreaker. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So until next time, please go follow us on social media if you haven't already. Uh, send your friends to our podcast or to social media pages. Um, if you think someone would enjoy listening to all this random stuff that we talk about, send them our way. It's really just like hanging out with your drunk friends on a Wednesday, right? Basically. Wednesday morning on the way to work. Hang out with us. Totes. Totes my goats. Um, <laughs> and we got a new review, which we absolutely love. So this one is from... TZ underscore shoots. TZ underscore shoots, exactly. Um, and this person, I actually do know who this person is. They have their own podcast called Tapes from the Dark Side, um, which I've really, really enjoyed. So if you have a chance, if you like true crime or um, procedural type podcast, I absolutely recommend this. They've done an amazing job editing. Um, honestly, the first time I listened to it, I sent them a message and I was like, was this your first ever podcast? Because the sound quality is amazing like it's really really good like our first podcast episode was pure garbage yeah for it sure was, it was it was 100 like, trash yeah what if was I, even our topic for the first one though? um our letters to our younger oh, selves yeah, that's right. but yeah oh, the, the sound we had no idea what we were doing and this person really does a great <laughs> job but uh they say lybb these girls are about to fuck you up yep. yes, that's right so, the hottest wittiest most hilarious girls in the podcasting world the advice you wanted from the girl wash your face now being served up in a free and weekly format from sassy as you please experts in all things womanhood. It's the group of sister mentors you wish you had, ra had raised you. A must listen. We love you so much. That's Thank awesome. You. That is like it's a really good one. It warms my heart. That so is like the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> oh, legitimately, really, really nice. Yeah, Thank no, you. I'm being serious. <laughs> like, awesomely nice. It's so like go. The hottest. We are hot. Thank you. <laughs> they can't see us right now, and that's okay. But. I look great. Yeah. I changed into Speak sweatpants when yeah. I got here. So My lips and my teeth are purple. <laughs> so, yeah. But go listen to their podcast as well. Tapes from the Dark Side. They have um, like a procedural show, but then they have an after show, too, where they talk about it. And it's really well produced and interesting if you like true crime, which all four of us do. Mm -hmm. So yeah. highly recommend. They're on all of the platforms, just like us. So when you're going to follow them, follow <laughs> us, too. <laughs> or send a us little, to a friend. clicky poo. Yep, we'll we'll be neighbors, podcast neighbors. Yeah, um, Susie just said clicky poo. I she did. did. I was hoping y'all didn't want y'all to know we, that <laughs> we heard it and we're not cutting it. Okay, okay. you got to live with that shame forever. <laughs> <laughs>
We're putting it on your gravestone. You sound like my mother. Your your Dateline talking head. You know, I really liked Susie until this one time she said clicky poo. And then now I think she deserves it. (laughs) You know, and I I knew then I thought that was weird. I thought that was really weird at the time. And looking back, I realized that's when she was a killer. (laughs) I should have known all along. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man, I didn't think about that. I got to go back and write one for like if you guys murder somebody. So until next time, we'll talk to you later. We love you. Thank you for listening, for hanging with us. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. So keep it weird. Later. Bye. 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 Ooh, 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 ooh.